Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 113. Appreciate your calling. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play outgoing message number 21. It was most likely recorded in the summer of 1989 and is 30 seconds long. Let's listen. This is the third time I have used a Rolling Stone song for an outgoing message, and the second reference to the song Sway, which James sings at the beginning of the message he left in episode 86, Dreamers. It's a reminder of how much the Stones were a part of our life soundtrack, especially the Mick Taylor era from 1969's Let It Bleed, to 1974's It's Only Rock and Roll. Sway was the second track on side one of Sticky Fingers. The 1971 album with the iconic cover designed by Andy Warhol, depicting a man's crotch in tight jeans with a working zipper. This was an era when album cover designs were reaching their aesthetic peak. Album covers did not really emerge until after World War II and the introduction of long-playing records. Before that, shellac discs spun at 75 RPM were limited to four minutes a side. These discs were sold in plain paper sleeves with holes cut in the center that exposed a label listing the song and performer. The ability of vinyl to play 30 minutes aside increased the need for space to explain the record's content. So cardboard album covers became popular. The front cover typically contained a stylish photo of the singer or musicians, and the back listed the songs with music and lyric credits. Additional space on the back could be given to a critic's praise for the artist, or the promotion of other albums from the same label. In the 1960s, photos for some rock musicians became more unconventional, or in some cases, like the Beatles' Revolver from 1966, were replaced with psychedelic illustrations of the band. The Stones' first album to dispense with a band picture was 1968's Beggar's Banquet. The cover was supposed to be a toilet stall, but Decca Records replaced it with a simple title using an elegant cursive font. Other bands rejected a group photo on the cover even earlier, such as the Velvet Underground and Nico from 1967, which displayed an equally iconic phallus design by Andy Warhol of a bright yellow banana asking to be peeled. 
although it should be noted that the back and interior fold of the album did contain images of the band. In the case of jazz, albums that rejected the unconventional musician photo often signaled more unconventional music. Consider the innovative 1959 Time Out from the Dave Brubeck Quartet, which used an abstract painting by S. Neil Fujita on its cover, or two years later, Ornette Coleman's Free Jazz, whose fold-out cover contains a cut-out window exposing a segment of Jackson Pollock's painting, The White Light. The full painting is revealed when opened. A central joy for me as a WHBK DJ was thumbing through the thousands of tightly shelved discs searching for striking covers. A similar strategy could be used to find gems on the 99-cent shelf of secondhand tunes in Hyde Park. Using this approach, I once picked up the Revolutionary Ensemble's 1972 album on the ESP label in mint condition. The cover contained long, horizontal, multi-exposure photos of the three musicians, Jerome Cooper, Cerrone, and Leroy Jenkins, playing their instruments, with Jenkins' violin becoming a fantastic wavy blur on the lower third of the cover. The record captures a live, extended improvisation at St. Mark's Church in the East Village, a mournful protest against the continued carnage of Vietnam, but also a glimpse into the extraordinary musical innovation taking place in New York City's 1970s loft scene. It's shocking to think this would be found in the discount bin, but it reflects how underappreciated their music was at the time. Of course, the experience of discovering music has become very different in the algorithm-based age of Spotify. On the other hand, the sale of vinyl records surpassed CDs in 2020 for the first time since 1986. So clearly listeners are rediscovering the visual delights of record store exploration. If you would like to delight me with a rare record find, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.